what we try to do on this broadcast, we try to give you like relevant information that's going to help you do better be live TV shows. We don't claim to be experts, but we, we we've been doing this, you know, for a little while. And uh, we, we're always learning new things. We, I always like hearing what other people are doing and how the workflow works. It's, it's a very fascinating thing. So now, you know, you're going to say, hey, well, I got a show now. And what do I do with it? I'm trying. I share it. But I'm not getting the, you know, I'm not even getting any traction. And uh, so I want to bring up, uh, he's, I, you know, I like to call him the mayor of live stream because this guy is so positive. He's a positive light in live streaming world. Let's bring up uh, Ross Brand from Live live stream universe how's it going ross hey jeff hey rachel good Hello. to see you both <laughs> um, i i gotta add one thing here mario's show now is up to ninety-one thousand views Woo! on the entrepreneur wow. Facebook page Woo! so that's the beauty of live streaming versus yeah. the tv show that's in a time slot and then maybe gets replayed at a two in the morning no or something this stays up there and as people more people find out about it and continue sharing it and everything else so um, that's a pretty big uh, debut, huh? Ninety-one thousand. <laughs> totally, totally. But you got to even think about the. Let's talk about that. With, you know, I'm not an algorithms uh, expert on Facebook, but the mathematics of that, even ninety-one thousand versus a million likes. So a lot of those people haven't even seen the show yet in the feed. Right. Which is that's incredible. right because you. What do you think? Like ten percent, maybe, is your organic reach on a page? Maybe not. Maybe it's two percent. I don't know what it. What it is, right. but I'm sure a lot was through word of mouth and through the community and through Mario and his team sharing it out and the rest mm -hmm. of us, you know, hopefully amplifying it a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I, I think as it as you know, and the other thing is that entrepreneur posts so much, right? That yeah. it doesn't stay at the top of the feed like you know, <laughs> you or I do a show and it's like, okay, so we drop in a little more content. Right. And uh, five days later you scroll through five posts or three posts. This is like, okay, I gotta find it, I gotta find it, I wanna find it, I wanna check the number, <laughs> I wanna find it and okay, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Wait, wait, no, I'm still only on April eighth, April seventh, you know. Right. So um but but I think it's tremendous. I mean, you're talking almost a tenth of the people, right? Who mm -hmm. are I mean, who who have easy for me to say subscribed? Because um, you know, there are people who subscribe to a page. When you're talking that number, probably there's I don't know some hundred and thousand or some so that probably haven't even gone on Facebook since they liked the page or <laughs> right, you know right, go on right. Facebook three times a year or whatever. So. I mean, that's that's really awesome. I'm really excited for them getting that those kind of numbers and can't wait to see how it does as as yeah. the weeks go on. Uh, so let, anyway, get, to getting to marketing, last week we talked about the importance of marketing your guests when you have guests on the show because, one, the guests should be of interest to and should probably be known to your community in many cases. And also because when you market your guests, then they will be more inclined to share. And so you, you broaden your audience. Uh, the other thing is to think about what the guest brings or what the topic is when you're marketing. So um, if I were to say, okay, coming up this week on the show is Jeff Adams. Well, Jeff's a rock star and there's going to be a lot of people who's who are going to tune in and, you know, are going to love to hear that Jeff is on. And for a lot of people, that'll be enough. Right. Mm -hmm. But then for other people, if I say 
Jeff Adams is coming on and he's going to tell you about the new talk show features that are available on be live and you can start using, or, you know, Jeff is going to talk about what he's doing on the radio side or whatever. All of a sudden people start saying, okay, there's something in it for me too. If I say Rachel Moore's coming on and she's going to share some tips that she's learned from interviewing people uh, on her business unusual show. Now the user, now the viewer has got like, okay, there's something in it for me. Like, I I mean, Rachel's awesome and all, but she's also going to be sharing information that could benefit me. So now I'm not just tuning in to hear the same person that I could watch in another setting, but there's something unique about the value of that program. So if you can, in maybe a sentence, get down to why somebody should watch your show and then think about, just including that when you pitch a sh- pitch your show, when you promote it on your Facebook page or Twitter mm-hmm. or whatever, because too many times people just say, well, I have this guest coming up. And right. in our world, we know who all the guests are generally right. that we have on. And they're, they're like household names in our world. But outside our world, if you want to start expanding the viewership for live streaming, mm-hmm. a lot of people, believe it or not, outside of our our world may not know who Rachel Moore, or Jeff Adams or Ross Brand or Be Live TV is or whatever. So if you say something about how it's going to be good for your business or what you can learn or what questions you can ask or you know, it's what what relationship this person has to something of general interest to people, mm-hmm. right? That, that gives the average person a reason to say, I should catch this while it's live, or if not, I'll go back and I'll watch the replay. Well, one, one thing you can do, too, um, we've already talked about, obviously, 91,000 people didn't watch the Mario Armstrong, the Never Settle show live. They replayed, right? They watched mm-hmm. the replay. So one great thing about Facebook Live is that once you're done, let's say you did do a show. And again, don't get discouraged if you only have five people watching or two people watching. Honestly, so much value comes from the replays. Um, And what you can do as the host, um, you can go back once you're done with that, uh, that broadcast. First of all, I always recommend if you are doing a show from a Facebook page, go back and upload a custom thumbnail. Okay, because um, we've all seen and Ross, you've heard me complain about this. I don't know what happens when you screenshot me on live video. It's like the, <laughs> the, or, or even what social platforms, they just happen to grab the most awkward face of mine. You know, <laughs> yes, that face. Exactly. And every time and that's one going out on Twitter, I'll, I'm like, oh, there's my face doing that, that expression again. But with a Facebook live video on a page, you can go upload your own show card. Okay, right. so a that can help. But also, if you guys, if you brought up a topic or you mentioned somebody, preferably somebody like if, if we mentioned, I don't know, Gary Vaynerchuk in this mm-hmm. broadcast, uh, we could actually tag in the comments, you know, we talked about topics like Gary Vaynerchuk and you can mention him, tag him right. in the comments. If you happen, you can encourage people in the broadcast to say, is this helpful to someone you know? tag them in the comments because that is bringing other people to the page. They may not even like the page yet, but because a friend of theirs tagged them, naturally the whole thing is, well, who's, who's tagging me? Let me go find that post. And then they come and see, hopefully watch the video and you get a little bit more uh, marketing. So you can do stuff post-production on social media that you couldn't necessarily do with a traditional video, right? So the right. whole sharing and mentioning thing can really work to your advantage. Let me ask- Go ahead, Jeff. Let me ask you about the, uh, and you guys can chime in on this. Let me ask you guys about the tagging thing. What what kind of proper etiquette 
should you have when when you are tagging? Because for me, I mean, I might I have which I don't mind. I have complete strangers sometimes tag me, and I'm like, what what the where where did this come from? Do you think it's you know if you give them like, hey, ask permission maybe and say, hey, can I possibly do this or is like I'm I'm asking for myself maybe this to help someone in the chat room when you're doing this. What's like the proper way to do that? Well, you, Ross, do you no, I don't know the I don't know the answer to this question. Um, to be honest with you, um, I tag people when I have a show coming up. Within the couple hours before the show, I will tag other live streamers, past guests, people who I think would be interested, people who tend to come to my shows. If I've tagged somebody, you know, six weeks in a row and they haven't shown up to a show in a year, I'm going to say that it probably isn't worth the risk of annoying them or whatever. <laughs> but um, I also feel like, you know, I, I don't mind when people do it to me. So I'm not being hip hypocritical. Right. In fact, I ask people to tag me on stuff because I want to share their shows and I know I'm not going to remember and I don't want to have to keep a schedule of whenever. So it's like, just tag me and I'll retweet it. Right. Yeah. And so right. I'm cool. I'm cool with that. If people are doing a show. And so I hope they're cool with me doing that. I've had one person who didn't like it and kind of told me, but everybody else either grins and bear it or they're okay with it, right? Or yep. they wanted my show featured in they wanted their show featured <laughs> in an update. So they figured, okay, I guess if we want if we want him to tag me when he talks about our show, maybe I have to deal with him tagging me when he's not yeah. talking about my show. So I don't know. I mean, it's considered to some extent bad form in social media, but I think you know, nobody minds if it's something that they're interested in, right? Right. It's right. like, I, I don't want anybody to call me at two in the morning, but if somebody called me at two in the morning to tell me they had tickets for Yankee opening day, of course, I'd have to say no, because we're doing be live weekly. Oh. But otherwise, <laughs> wow. I would I would welcome that call. So it all depends on whether, you know, the person's interested and, in, you know, all right, stop right there. Someone in the chat room get Yankee tickets right now. Ross. <laughs> really practice what he's preaching here. That's right. That's you know, he's just dangling that carrot, like challenge accepted. <laughs> um, to tag, to tag off what Ross was saying. Ha ha ha. Yes. Um, <laughs> for one thing. Now you guys, if you're not aware for everyone who's got a Facebook profile out there, which you guys all do because you're watching on Facebook, um, you can actually set your privacy settings. If you want to allow people to tag you or not, you can set it to where you have to approve a tag. Okay. But, um, assuming that you have that enabled, I really just leave it up to the audience. Um, as a page, you actually are kind of limited with who you can tag. Um, you can tag other pages and stuff like that, but it's sometimes a bit more problematic to tag individuals because as a page, you're not necessarily friends with an individual. Right. Profiles are, are friends to profiles. So what works best is if you can encourage your viewers to tag somebody because then they can get mad at the per at the viewer, not you. Um, not not that they would, because again, if Blame that's your shifting. exactly, it's all about that displaced anger. Um, but if you do have a good Funny. friend on Facebook who's not gonna be like, I'm just gonna tag you on every entrepreneur doc, you know, Facebook uh, post that they make. I would get upset. But uh, if it's something like, hey, we were just talking about this the other day. I'm going to tag you in this comments. So you come see it because it's relevant. Just like someone had mentioned in the comments, if it's relevant, 
then I do that all the time. I might be like on BuzzFeed's uh, Facebook page and I see something as an article related to Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which I happen to be a fan of that show. And I know a couple friends are. I will tag them in that because I know they'd want to go see that. And I never get yelled at for that. So it really is a uh, friends knowing friends and tagging each other, uh, tagging a friend in the comments if as the as our uh, viewer said, if it's relevant to them and not annoying. So, but uh, Ross made a good point too. If you have collaborators, colleagues in the professional space, Ross tags me in his tweets, and I love it because I'll that retweet true. that stuff. I want to help promote right. his shows because he's amazing. So it works. <laughs> Thank you, Rachel. No um, I wanted to say that I think Facebook's different than Twitter, right? Like Twitter, I upload a photograph. The, sometimes if I'm being lazy, the same one. And I tweet it out 10 times and tag 10 people in each tweet or whatever, right? For Facebook, I won't tag somebody unless they're a guest on the show. They're going to be a guest on the show. They co-host the show with somebody's, you know, like the, Facebook and, and Instagram, I, I'll only generally tag people because they're very related to the post but twitter it's kind of like okay here's a notification you can scroll through it or not scroll <laughs> through it right, right. <laughs> right. You know, that's that's the thing i, I know people are, are trying to adapt also uh i think tina and the b livers group she's trying to do like a like a live tv type guide for streaming because a lot of people in the b livers group they you know they go you know, we try to keep it clean in there. So I try to do a daily post where you can post your shows in there. Because if you go right. in like groups and stuff, like people just post and, it, you know, uh, it was the Beelivers group is kind of like for people to network and whatnot. So we mm -hmm. do do a thread where people can post their shows. So if you're not in Beelivers yet, join. There's a post, a thread where you can post your shows and, and the Beelivers will support your shows, uh, guaranteed. Um, so, I mean, with that too, uh, with, with, with posting and, and tagging, what are some maybe some other elements do you think um, I, I heard somebody once say one time with current events, the hashtagging, you know, that was big. People did like a talk variety show. And so they would pick these these hashtag, you know, comments of like news events. And even though they didn't talk about it, they still put the hashtags on there to try to get someone to pay attention to the show. What do you guys think about that? I think they work. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. What it, didn't you didn't we? Ross, I think you put it up the tag board, I think, for Never Settle. Um, because hashtags are a unifying, they're the anchor for a conversation or a topic. And uh, I think because Facebook uses hashtag, I, I, and LinkedIn actually is finally coming back to where they're using hashtags. So, right. um, so hashtags really are, they can unify posts. I mean, you can find any topical posts of insight like tagboard.com for free by the way uh but you can put on a hashtag in there and it can bring every post someone's made on just about any social platform about that hashtag and it's great right, yeah, and, right. and if you guys got any questions too feel free to chat them in the room we got a, a good 10 minutes here so if you got any questions uh we'll i'll pot them up and we we can answer them whoever you want to answer we might all three answer them or whoever uh so go ahead ross yeah there's actually a technique that um Mitch Jackson is discussed and um, David Meerman Scott, who wrote a book on the new PR and, and, and marketing and it's called news jacking. And it's basically like you look at what's in the news and then you do a story about it. So um, if we're talking about hosting a show and there was a big show on TV last night, 10, 10 lessons you can learn about hosting a show from what, you know, right. You know, mm -hmm. you're doing a thing on leadership. Look at somebody who was a leader and did something that was big in the news. And you, you 
five questions that come up about this person's leadership decision or whatever. And then you basically you do the show you want to do and you can discuss that if it takes off. If it doesn't, you go back to doing what you're doing, but mm -hmm. you tie it to that. So you get a lot of SEO value yeah. in your posts because people are like, oh, they're searching for that famous person or that news event mm -hmm. or you come up in the hashtag. Um, sometimes, though, I don't know how much of an impact that has because those hashtags are so darn competitive that it's <laughs> like you're going to move. It's like hashtagging something YouTube on Twitter. Right. I mean, right. It, it moves by like, a you know, like a train that's running express or whatever. I mean, good luck <laughs> catching it to read it in your 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 list of of notifications. So, I mean, I think you want to target something that's somewhat competitive, but not overly competitive right, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> yeah. like if nobody's interested in it then owning that hashtag probably doesn't do you any good right but if everybody's using it then how are you gonna be found amongst the whole world right <laughs> right that's a very good point very good point uh so like once again if you got any questions i would say you know i invited people to come in here but i guess people are camera shy uh, early on. So let me, I'll post, uh, I'll put the post back in the chat room. So if you want to jump on a camera real quick, we'll pull you up. Got any questions? Also, if you had any questions in the chat, uh, feel free to ask anything related to, you know, live streaming or be live.tv, the great platform. Uh, what about the transformers, Jeff? I want to know the answer to that question. Uh, yes, I do. My whole closet is consumed with boxes of transformers in my, really? my master closet. Yes. Uh, it's, uh, don't ask. It's just something that uh, it's my. That's cool. It's not a secret anymore. It's just kind of one of those things. Uh, but I kept, I, you know, I bought a lot of them in the box. But I still have some of my uh, transformers I had when I was a kid, so they're up in there. So you know, my my kids when I'm long gone, they're gonna get an inheritance of transformers and boxes unopened. So. Ooh, that's gonna be man. That's a college tuition right there. By that point, shoot. Three hey, lessons. Three lessons you can learn from the Transformers to transform your Be Live show. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, we got we got a guest. I'm gonna pot down and I'm gonna do some producing. And uh, we got Wade. Wade's gonna come up. Wade. Real quick. So here we go. Hang on. Uh, hey, Wade. Hello. Uh, can you hear us, Wade? Uh, we can't hear you. Oh, I don't know whether right. you can hear us, but. Um, so Rachel, uh, now that we're here, and and welcome Jeff. Jeff, did you have a question for? Me? He's yes, I had, a, I had a question. Uh, Ross. Hey now, hey now, hey now. So what, what was it like going to Mario's show, being like in the live audience last week? That oh, was it was it was awesome. It was an amazing experience to see a show that's being done like TV quality production. But it's got all the interactivity that we love mm -hmm. about live streaming. He's bringing in the chat. And just the whole event before it was just so cool. I mean, a live band, a bartender, a caricaturist, um, red carpet, photo booth, networking, seeing people. I saw Chris Strub, who I'd never met in person before. Um, nice. Sandra Santorino, I hadn't met in person before. Um, Azania Noah and Kathy Nolan, I hadn't met, who was the caricaturist, but I know her from live streaming. So it, it was a really cool experience. I actually hadn't met Mario in person either. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it was really awesome. Um, I, I'd recommend to anybody, Phil, you know, if you're into live streaming, this is worth seeing. This is seeing mm -hmm. how it can be done. Next level production. Yes. Um, take a look. 
see what you can learn from it, but just go there and enjoy the experience. Like I called it last week, like the Super Bowl of live streaming. That's how I felt nice. going there. And so, I mean, you can go to neversettle.tv and I believe you can fill out a form and, and apply for uh, tickets to be a guest. So cool. if you're watching the show now and you're into be live TV and, and what you can do with TV production style broadcasts on live streaming, definitely go check it out from the inside because it's fun. And he calls yeah. on his audience and he high fives you and he talks to you and it's, he's a really down to earth guy. He hangs out afterwards and says hi to everybody and everything. Um, and it's just a really cool environment. I can't say enough about the experience and, Looks like I'm going to be back again on Wednesday, so I'm, nice. I'm looking forward to it. Not too shabby. That's pretty cool. Okay, yeah. so real quick too, we got uh, I'm a, two people that need to pop up and see if Way's ready to go, and then uh, remember we got probably about four minutes. If we go a little bit over. That's fine. I want to get to everybody's questions, but uh, I'll, I'll pop up Wade one more time and see if he's good to go. Come forth, Wade. Hey, can you hear me now? Wade you can hear me. Yes, we can. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm not in my normal position, so this is kind of like in the, I, I'm in the family room here. So I've <laughs> I've moved and and every time I set something up differently, something is I forget to connect. I, you guys probably have your setup always the same every single time, right? So you have no issues mostly. with mostly <laughs> for the most part. <laughs> so the question is now I I have and this is a a question. I have, when I'm broadcasting out, I can post to the page and I understand from Alfredo that if I post to the page, I'm going to get the analytics or I'm going to get some numbers versus posting to the regular profile. Correct. Mm -hmm. um, the other question is though, then I share it out. Like I'll share it in this group and I'll share it in that group. Does that actually help or does it actually hurt? What is the consensus on that? Is it a waste of time? Um, what do you think? Ross, you go first because I know you you are way better at this than me with uh, Livestream Universe. Okay, so I always go live on my page when I'm doing a show. When I'm doing a drop-in and chat with people or just having fun or testing something, I'll do it on my personal. But if I'm doing an interview show, then, then I'll do that on the page because I want that history too so that somebody can go to the page who may not be connected to me and they can look and see what it's all about and see what shows and stuff like that. Um, I, if you share it to your personal, you can only add to the views by people mm -hmm. finding it through your personal. Okay. Um, you can't hurt the number of views. It all counts as one total that people who will see it in either location will, will see it. So in, in theory, share it out as many places as you feel comfortable that, you know, or either your property, rented property, it's all Facebook's yeah. property, but right. right. <laughs> but, you know, share it on your personal. If you have a group, share it in your group. If you're in a group that encourages that, a lot of groups don't, but one where that's acceptable and you think it's helpful, share it in there. Other people will get to know about it. Eventually, um, People will, will kind of get to know where you're at anyway. The other thing that I, I do, and it's not sponsored or anything, but it's been a huge help to me, and that is I use a .live domain. So you know you can always find my next show by going to rossbrand.live, mm -hmm. which I think is easier than facebook.com slash livestreamuniverse. You know, numbers. <laughs> right? So um, by doing that, then you just know you go there, and, and my my 
upcoming show, when it gets to be a few hours before, will be pinned to the top of that page, and it'll stay pinned till the next time I go live or upload some some video that I want to take, you know, at the top spot. So um, there is also there are also third party apps. There's something uh, was it Live Leap? What was the mm-hmm. one we saw that at Summit Live, Rachel? Right? I think that was Live Leap. I believe that's correct. Yeah, and that allows you to go live simultaneously on mm. different pages. I don't know if you've tried that or not, but I've heard good things about it. I've ne- I have not tried it yet. Um, but obviously, and, and all those numbers are aggregated together into your total. Um, and so when I go live on my own page, on my own personal versus sharing it to my personal, I will definitely get people show up who are not into live streaming and sort of, friends who don't know anything about this stuff and then they'll see it and that's the only time i will see them like liking or commenting on what i'm doing for live stream universe so mm-hmm. for some reason when you go live and it thinks you go live from your own personal it's like notifying a much wider range mm-hmm. of your friends than when you share it from a page to your personal and then I don't know, maybe some of your friends who are into that kind of content yeah. then see it in their newsfeed. Don't you know, I'm confused as much by Facebook's algorithm as anybody else. <laughs> but this yeah. is Here my we- experience over over time. Yeah, we got we got one more guest on pop up sure. and then we'll try to make it quick, uh, sure. whatever his question might be, and then uh, we gotta call it a wrap and I'll come back up after he asks his question. So hold tight. Cool. Thanks, Wade. That was a good question, by the it way. It was a good question. And he's got a killer voice once he got on. He is. <laughs> Very suave. Hello, Carinder. Hey, Carinder. Good. Doing good. good. How, How are, are you? you? I'm all right. Hey, Ross. I know why you came out sharing out Facebook, like Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. But currently, I'm missing out Facebook, Periscope, the new Periscope. Yeah, I mean, really on Periscope, mm-hmm. and also sharing on a page. So not a Facebook page, and not a Twitter page. Oh, so like doing a broadcast on multiple platforms with the same show? Yeah, yeah. Um, was, I, and I, I can speak to this, Ross, because I do this, actually. Um, yeah. Which... Uh, we're actually going to not do much longer. Um, so uh, again, Karen's me- uh, question, I believe, was when you're doing one show, uh, you know, uh, episode of a show, are you broadcasting not just on Facebook Live, but what if you try to do Periscope and stuff? And I can speak to that because uh, my weekly show, Let's Livestream, on Wednesdays, uh, and we basically, it's a Twitter chat at heart, but we mm-hmm. also do a live broadcast. It's Let's Livestream, so we figure we better live stream. We've been broadcasting it on Periscope as well as into our Facebook group, Let's Livestream. Um, that is problematic. Um, mm-hmm. We might get more eyeballs, but the engagement is extremely hard because at this moment in time, everyone, there is no app out there that brings together all comments from separate platforms into one feed. Mm-hmm. Uh, therefore, I have actually been, uh, it's been noticed that I get crazy eyes because I'm like going, okay, there's a uh, Facebook and there's Periscope and there's Twitter. And I'm trying to keep track of where all these three platform and engagers are trying to, to ask us questions. And we're actually going to stop doing that, um, until such a time when there is an app or someone has a platform that, that consolidates all of those, um, comments into one thread. 
Uh, it's just too hard unless you have multiple people on your production team that are bringing you the questions, which I, I, I thought it was great. Yeah. Just again, pointing out never settle. I know he had people that were specifically watching comments, so he didn't have to, um, right. which is the way he was able to successfully do that. So um, I don't recommend it. Uh, I think it's neat to be able to broadcast to separate channels, but you have to have pretty much have a moderator of comments on each of those channels. Right. Uh, make sure everyone gets seen what if you ask a question on periscope and i can't see it because it disappears well your question was a really good one but i missed it so it's just something yeah. to consider um and again like i said we we're pivoting a bit and we're making some decisions to that to where it's like we care more about the engagement than about uh blasting all the channels everywhere so right, right. well that's well that's a benefit of uh you know blive.tv is the fact mm -hmm. that you know and i tell people that all the time because i used to stream the multi-platforms and i still do for when I, when I ramp the Jeff Adams show back up, I will probably do that. But when you have certain shows, the beauty of about BeLive.TV is the fact that, you know, it seems like everybody and their grandmother lives on Facebook. So you have the ability just to concentrate on one platform. That's what I tell people most when they're starting off. It's like, hey, dominate Facebook. You know, mm -hmm. when you conquer that, maybe think, you know, hey, should I go over here? But right. it just people try to do too much at one time. Yeah. Uh, and just for the sure fact, hey, well, I got, you know, we used to do it. We used to do live stream shows. We used to play reruns of live stream reruns. We right. get feeds just to get some eyeballs. But, you know, even doing that now is kind of like, ah, you know, because you have, you know, you have yeah. the it's like you have the DVR demand on Facebook. You just go back and watch the old live broadcast if you missed it. So what's the point of doing restreams? So dominate your your one market. if And that's the beauty about BeLive. They give you an application that you can like dominate Facebook with. We got one more question and we really, really got to go. Uh, I'm going to pull <laughs> okay. up John Piper. So let's make it really, really short. Right. Here we go. Dominate Ready to be short. We got one more question. Can you turn your computer off your your uh, your other browser window? What's that? Your, your, okay. uh, your other browser. Okay. Your question. There you go. Oh, Ask your question. Is yeah. yeah, yeah. Go hey, ahead. Hey, guys. Appreciate you all doing this. Uh, I'm excited about the platform. I've got a uh, I've been in trucking about 20 years and been on the technology side. So I want to do a show called Trucker Tech with John Piper. And uh, VLive looks like the great platform to do it. And I uh, just really want your all's feedback. Uh, you know, I've, I've done a little bit with Periscope, done some stuff with uh, just recorded shows, putting them out on uh, the web, YouTube. Uh, so as far as getting the platform out on multiple channels, uh, what's your recommendation and, and how to get started? Um, I'll, I'll really quickly say if just cut, cut and dry, I would do it on Facebook live. I would download the video and then upload it to YouTube. Um, if you're maybe just those two platforms, YouTube's the second largest search engine besides Google and Facebook, obviously, as Jeff pointed out everybody and their brothers on Facebook. But uh, Ross, that's my recommendation. I don't know what, what you would say. What Rachel said. Basically, if you're getting started and you're trying to build an audience, start on Facebook. Um, this is a great platform because you can bring the comments in. You can easily get a guest on or allow people with the new talk show feature to call in just like you're calling in so you can get people coming in and out asking you questions. And it's just great for engagement. And then like Rachel said, you download the video when you're done, upload it to YouTube, fill out a whole bunch of stuff on YouTube so you, you can, you know, draw in people who are searching and then maybe grab your cell phone and go live on Periscope or Busker or Facebook Live from time hey, to time. I've got a new webcam I'm testing, too. Ooh, nice. Fancy. 
But I, I think I would prioritize live on Be Live TV to start with and get that engagement mm -hmm. where you can highlight the comments like we're doing and putting them on the screen and really being able to see those comments within. It just simplifies the process of hosting and producing as one person. Yeah. I, I don't think there's an easier to use platform that gives you so many different options. Yeah. And, and like Rachel was saying, your friends and your family and people who are interested in who you are and what you do are already here. So you have a base from which to yeah. build. And then, you know, if you find that things are taking off on another platform for you, if you're testing the waters, then then go from there. But I think mm -hmm. at this point, why not just go to to where live is really happening right now? And I know there's opportunities on YouTube, but unless you have a real strategy and a following and you're trying to monetize it right away and all that stuff, I think I think it's a steeper hill to climb. What do you yeah. what do you think, Rachel? It can be, uh, as what you said, there's a ton of stuff to optimization to do in there. Um, mm -hmm. The only reason I think it's cool is because if people want to know how to do something, they either go Google it and then usually Google will show them a YouTube video on how to do it. So particularly, I don't know what, what with your trucker stuff, um, which I think is a great, I love that. Right. I think that's such a great target yeah. market uh, and target audience. Um, seriously, whatever, if it's something that talks about how to or, you know, helpful content, YouTube could still get you some great play as far as like people entering queries, you know, and searching for stuff and finding your videos. So, so. so question to you experts, um, appreciate you guys being on here every week. If I do a show on BeLive TV, can I record that content and then repurpose it later? You, it will go to Facebook. Facebook records your live stream. And then it just becomes like any other video you would have uploaded to Facebook. So mm -hmm. you go in, you go into like edit, post or something like that and it'll show you you know the the video with the post around it and some editing options and there's like a little wheel like settings wheel I, it's not that easy to find the first couple times right and you click yeah, that and then it'll, it'll give you the download it gives you the download option and then you can just take that raw and upload it to youtube or you can put it into imovie or some other you know, basic editor and cut off the beginning and the end. And you can even do that on, on YouTube, but probably for right now, you just want to take that video, get it up to YouTube, put some tags on it, write a little description. And, and don't forget, you can keep sharing the, the Facebook video for as long as you want, because that'll drive more people to find out where you're going live. I mean, I used mm -hmm. to put it right to YouTube and then I would yeah. just share the YouTube and now I'm thinking, why send somebody to the video where I have three views versus the one where I have, you know, hundreds of views? It just doesn't really make that much sense, right? And where I'm going to be going live next week. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Great guys. question. Let, let us Thank know you. when you when you start the show. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I've done some shows in the past, but they were on a digital network. So I did about eight episodes, so I got a little experience, but... For a, a new live streamer, it's a little overwhelming. You know, when you think of all the platforms and all right. the software and all the the tools, it, you know, mm -hmm. I, I like your all's advice. Keep it simple, and uh, that's what don't I don't kill to yourself. Today, so yeah, exactly. don't kill yourself. Nobody wants you to kill yourself. It's, there's too much out there. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Take care. You're welcome. Yeah, I love that we can get questions on. I know. Bring people on. Three, three, three questions we were able to get on. That's so Talk cool. show is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my, by the way, next week is my intro to Business Unusual on Tuesday. 
at uh, 12 noon and it is going to be open format. So I can bring in guests and oh, nice. talk about ideas and people who are weird in business and, and get that going. So I'm excited about that. So Jeff, uh, Jeff, Jeff he's playing with his day. transformers. He's playing with Optimus <laughs> Prime over there and Bumblebee and, and uh, gosh, I can't remember ratchet and, Oh, there's Steve. Steve. Hello. Hello. Uh, we've been we've been told to close out the show. Oh, That's okay. Jeff's instructions. Right. Ooh. What if we don't? What, what if happens? we just stay on and just keep racking up the views on. and the? I think Daniel and Zephyr would be like, "Give us the boot. We're out of here." <laughs> I, I I have to get into New York City, so I probably <laughs> should get off soon. But <laughs> all right. Well, we'll we'll oh, head okay. out then. I reckon. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, Alfredo said he only sees me. I don't know whether you guys are on or not on. Wow, the things we could do right now. Hmm. That's true. (laughs) I think I'm on. Thank you, everybody. It's been a great show. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Stephen Healy. Thanks, Rachel Moore. Uh, Your show starts next week on Tuesday, and Jeff will be back 3 p.m. Eastern Monday with another episode of Be Live TV Weekly. Have a great day, everybody.